0: Welcome to the Seriously Podcast, I'm your host Annalise Gairn, now let's get into it. Welcome to the Seriously Podcast, where we make light of serious conversations with really interesting people. Zach Hazelby is an influencer and celebrity manager based in Perth, WA. He's also the founder of Perth Influencers, also known as Perth Analities, and he's an influencer himself with over 77,000 followers on Instagram and over 9,000 on YouTube. It was great to talk to Zach about business, life, and social media. Here he is. Welcome back to the Seriously Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Scan, and this week we have Zach Hazelby on the pod. Welcome. Hello,
1: How are you? I'm so good. How are you?
0: I'm amazing. Now, Zach is an influencer manager. He pretty much manages all the celebrities and big names in Perth. And he's also an influencer on his own. He has over 77,000 followers on Instagram. And he's also a good friend of mine. So, thank you so much for coming to the studio.
1: Oh my God, it's amazing. I love the studio. It's very nice.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you like it. Now, I want to ask you the first question. You're very successful in your industry, but despite your success, I need to know what is the most relatable and down to earth thing about you?
1: Me. Okay. So I love playing tennis on the weekends.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I played tennis all my life. Um, and so when I moved to Perth, I stopped for a little bit. When I moved, first moved to Perth, I used to tennis coach little kids at schools. That was, really? Yeah. That's what I used to do was like put some cash money. Okay. I was at uni.
0: Where did you start tennis?
1: Like When? Uh, when I was probably six, seven. Yeah. So So, my family is very sport family. Um, and I mean, my family always wanted me to be a footballer, but I loved tennis.
0: Tell me a bit about that because I think we were talking a bit before your family is in the sporting
1: world. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a small country town called Northampton and a lot of people were AFL players there and we have a quite a big football community up there. So, um, every, you know, weekday and weekend, the football club would be doing events and having the football training and things like that. Tennis was around, but not as much. There's not as many people in the town. So yeah.
0: Where is Northampton?
1: So it's in between Jelton and Cal It's a real small heritage town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. But now he's a celebrity manager. So he's pretty much on par with all the AFL players anyway. Uh, so you went to uni. Yeah. You studied a bachelor of business. Management and marketing. Yep. And then now you work in marketing and with your own influencer agency, and you're the owner of Perth Influencers. So, why did you open your own influencer agency and how's it been so far?
1: Yeah, so I used to work in an agency that I won't name because they did me dirty, but I worked there for three and a half years, um, and that was managing Australian influencers, mm-hmm. um, and that was a Perth based agency. So I did that for three and a half years. They used to manage me before as well. Uh-huh. And the person that was managing me, they decided to leave and they didn't know what to do with the agency. So I met with the boss and she, yeah, basically said, I don't know who's going to manage you from now or manage anyone else. And I was at uni studying and I thought, why not pitch myself to manage? I've cool. already got the, you know, I've already done the influencing. I'm studying the marketing. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of the time when you go to university, like you just need to get that experience anyway. So I thought stuff, it. I'll just jump into it and she gave me the job. And so, yeah, I ran the agency for three years and then I kind of just had enough and started my own agency. I think that was, I always wanted to do my own agency as well. Um, And a lot of the influencers that I manage even today, most of them are my friends and I've kind of built that networking community myself, giving it to like another agency just felt a bit weird. So yeah, personalities is the business.
0: Yes, personalities. Perthena- no
1: one had the name. Like no one had it copyrighted, which is crazy because like I was going to call it Zach Hazelby Agency and I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> but I even said to my dad, I was like, "Personality," I was like, what does that mean? And I was like. Personalities. It's, it's a personality but Perth, Perth personality. And if you Google personalities, like all these news articles and stuff or like they mention on the news, there's so many people describe personalities, but no one copyrighted the name. No one had it as a. Anything. So have
0: you copyrighted it now? I have, yeah. Can you list some people that you manage?
1: Just Uh, to chuck it out there. Yeah. Uh, So I manage only probably about 20 full-time. Okay. And then I have about 250 that I work with inviting them to events or sometimes like Contra offers, Mm -hmm. which are Contra offers, obviously giving product for post. Yeah. Some of the people I full-time manage is Hannah Campbell. Mm -hmm. She's probably my best one. She's great. Myself I manage, Um, Cameron, Todd King, uh, Blake Proud. Mm -hmm. I I do amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can look at the website. There's a bunch there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And so when you did have a manager, what were the positives of having a manager and what are also the negatives for people who don't know, like who may want to get into the industry?
1: Yeah. I think the best thing about having a manager is because a lot of the businesses will reach out to you and expect responses quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And sometimes with an influencer, they take a long time to reply like a long time really yeah sometimes people I'll send them like not me because I've built the relationship so it's quite easy going back and forth but sometimes clients would reach out to I guess influencer and they'd flag it to get back to them like a week later when like they obviously want to go like that so it's the benefit of a manager is kind of making sure they're securing deals like that Um, and also the transaction of money so even with my business what I do is I get We do campaigns mostly. So it's not really individual influencers. It's usually a campaign where we have like 10 influencers in it. And my job is to make sure I can brief the influencer correctly, make sure that the client understands what the influencer is going to do. Also, what I do is I take 50% of the budget from the client at the start and fifty mm-hmm. percent at the end and then also pay the influencers at the end as well.
0: Very cool. Yeah. So you manage all the business relations pretty much. Yeah.
1: I mean with my business I'd say like I am obviously an influence agency managing influencers, but I actually a lot of the time work with a client more because I'm client and giving them an idea on what they can do with influencers.
0: Okay. What are some recent clients that you've worked with? I really want to know, yes. even though I've seen it on YouTube Instagram. Uh,
1: yeah. So recently we've done, I mean, one of the big ones we just did was HBF Run for a Reason. I saw that. Amazing. It was probably the biggest campaign I've done yet for my business. Yep. That had about 13 influencers um, doing, you know, two, po- or two reels, um, a bunch of stories, kind of like more of an ambassadorship. Um, so that was really fun. Um, we've done a lot of events for like fun activities in Perth. Yeah. Like just like, like we've done glowing golf, um, the glowing rooms. We've done. That was fun. I went to that one. Oh, you did, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah you <were. laughs> um, we've done axe throwing. We've done go-karts. We, like we just do all Mad sorts. Mex. Mad Mex. That was fun. Mad Mex is a good one. The girls at Mad Mex. Shout out if you're listening. They probably will. They're amazing. Oh, cool. Uh, They're so funny. So they reached, a lot of the clients will reach out to me as an influencer sometimes. Like all, all the clients that I've had, I have not reached out to any client yet. It's all just been networking or I've worked with them before, but they reached out to do something and I kind of chatted to them, had a Zoom call, told them about my business. And they obviously work with a lot of big agencies over East and just the communication between me and them, they've just like really enjoyed. So I've done two events here and both times they've just been blown away with The response and how much people actually turned up and how many people actually posts where a lot of I guess PR agencies I find um, people will work with the PR agencies but the PR agencies don't actually have a relationship with the influencers besides just like sending them somewhere like they don't have that relationship where you know like with my events I'm walking around talking to every single person and making sure that they feel comfortable and like that where I guess a PR agency could just send go here, go to this chicken place or here, go to this new food place or something
0: like that. You're very personable and I feel like that's why you've been so successful. And like I was saying to Tyler in the car, like you're very successful because I really like how Zach doesn't discriminate. He's like, he treats everyone the same. He's neutral with everyone and he's very like you're a businessman. Yeah. That's what I love about you. And like, but you're also a friend and I feel like that's what we need in Perth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why you've done so well. You've you've nailed it. Like I think it's like that. And also I think it's, Done really well is because I have lived that influencer life. So I understand from an influencer perspective when a client is going, Oh, we want this, this, this. And I'm like, well, actually, like being on the other side of because I guess being a mark working in marketing and then being an influencer is two separate separate things. So sometimes the marketing would be like, Oh, we we want this really straight guidelines Mm -hmm. where I'm like, you need to be more flexible for the influencer because they know their audience.
0: Yeah, we're not like a Barbie doll that you can just manoeuvre. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just like the
1: influencer knows their audience. So if you let them have so much flexibility to actually create content that they know that's going to go well, mm-hmm. it's going to go so well. If you're going to give them so many guidelines that it's so out of what they do, it's not going to go well. People are going to know mm-hmm. it's – yeah. Exactly. I think exactly. the best ads are when you don't realise it's an ad.
0: Oh, yeah. Like – Yeah. Yeah. They're just subtle. Yeah. Subtle marketing. So in this industry, we receive a lot of – Amazing product. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we work our ass off for it. It's not just free, Mm -hmm. like we work for it. But at the same time, it is a nice bonus of the job. What is one of the biggest or best deals or products that you've received through being an influencer?
1: I receive so much. It's it's very nice. It's great. Sometimes like, yeah, I have like an uh, office at home and I have a stack of just boxes. Like PR? Yeah. It's bad. Nice. It's, no, it's good. But then like sometimes I feel really bad because it takes like a month for me to do it because I don't want to grab auto- – like I see a lot of people now where they have like heaps of boxes and they'll just film one video together. But it's yep. kind of like a rush, like this is the shit that I got sent. Like it's not a – It's not genuine. It's not genuine. It's not I've gen- seen you that. You can see it. That's like, oh, I got this. Way throw it back in the box. Like – I do so bad. Probably gonna cancelled for this. Now, a lot of it, like I put in a box and then I just give it to people for Christmas.
0: That's good. Not <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's admitted.
1: But the best thing, the best thing I ever got <laughs> was a car. <laughs> so, Are you serious? Yeah. So I was an ambassador for Mazda for three, and, three years.
0: Okay. Tell and me
1: about this. So they would give me a brand new car every 3,000 kilometres. How many, how long is 3,000 kilometers? Not much. So if I was to drive home, that's like 5,000 kilometers. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. So what they would do is with Mazda, um, one of their like sales thing is that they sell demo stock. So basically Mm -hmm. my job was obviously to like post and promote it. And I think it was great because when we kind of talked about the deal, we were talking about how, you know, if a lot of the cars they'll go into newspapers and a lot of people see it and go oh my god that car's twenty three thousand dollars but just see the car where if you put an influence in it actually driving it actually showing it actually you that like idea of you could be in the car that was selling way more um so yeah it was every yeah three thousand kilometers give me a brand new car and the reason was because they needed to make demo stock so they'd give me a brand new car and then i'd have to drive it and then they'd sell that as a demo stock (laughs)
0: <laughs> so like, super it was cool. it was really good
1: because they paid obviously that so I got the car they paid for my licensing registration if I wanted it ever detailed they were just I could just go and get detailed the only problem and I know this it's not even that bad first problem. the first word problem was they could call me at any time and say like we just sold the car you have to come drop it off and get another one but like
0: but guys like, he has to switch cars no
1: but like it was like no, they were just like no but they could be oh, like we, it. Need it, we need it in an hour so it's like if I was doing something oh like, shit we need it now but okay it's fine because I'm like whatever I get a new car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, guys, I get an update
1: every week. Yeah. So, Just so annoying to change like the seat and stuff every time. Like,
0: So is your car downstairs <laughs> sponsored?
1: No. So
0: That's a I Kia did, though. I,
1: yeah, no, I did. Sorry, tri- I shouldn't I, say that. I, I shouldn't fine. reveal your car on. Oh, it's not my car, it's fine. So I did, yeah, I did three years and then it was going over three and a half and I was like, Fuck, maybe they're going to keep doing it. Like I'm very happy with it. and yeah. It was also another mummy blogger I got um, doing it and she's still doing it. Cool. And then we had the conversation and they were like, no, we're going to take it off you. And I was like, no. Oh. And so I didn't know what to do. But luckily one of my family had a spare car. So I was like, oh, I'll get that and then mm-hmm. get another one. But now it's been a year and I'm still driving the
0: car. Oh, it's a nice car. So
1: yeah. Yeah. I like it. The yeah. other really cool thing I've been gifted, which is coming up, is in three three days, four days, I'm going to Indonesia for a week and a half on a paid tourism trip. To promote Indonesia, yeah. Wow. So I've only been to Bali twice, but this is a trip where it's going all over Indonesia. So we're travelling to Jakarta, then going, staying there for a few days and going around there, then going to Solo and then going to Bali.
0: How did that come about?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I actually don't know. So what happened was they emailed me um, basically just like outreach and said, hey, we're doing this program. Um, We're looking for some influencers to go to. Indonesia, um, would you like to apply for it, basically? And I thought it was a scam.
0: <laughs> yeah, anyone would think that's a scam. And yeah,
1: yeah, and so I was like, oh, okay. So I went back to them and said I was interested in learning more. And so they sent over a contract. And so I was kind of like, oh, okay, like it looks actually real. Like I'm looking through the contract. It's quite professional. And it was I had to fill in and apply for it, basically. But they said I was already selected, but they just had applied. And they were saying three people from each country were going. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And to me, I thought it was a great opportunity for my business to meet all these other influencers as well. So then I asked him, like, who else was going, and then they named three – they named two other Perth people, and so I messaged them because I knew them, and both of them thought it was a scam, so they never got back to me either. (laughs) And so then I, yeah, just sent them all my details, and when I did it, even my partner was like, you just, like, gave your passport, everything. I was like, yeah, but they didn't ask for, like, my credit card or anything like that, so I'm Mm -hmm. like, how can they scam me with my passport number? Can you – I don't know. Maybe it still is, who knows? Yeah, We'll find out. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I filled it in and then they came back and said I got picked and I was like, that's great. And then their office is actually in Perth. So I went into their office, met them and, yeah, and their king had already followed me. So that's how it kind of (laughs) happened. So apparently he put my name forward or something. And so I looked up and he literally had like the follow back button (laughs) and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not even following him back. So I followed him back.
0: So the king of Indonesia
1: follows you? Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is like the biggest compliment I need, ever. I need to
1: do so much research because I didn't even know there was a king. Like, I'm sorry, like I actually didn't. Which, like, yeah, it's crazy. That is.
0: Can I ask how many followers does he have?
1: Like two hundred thousand.
0: Okay. Something? Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Nice. Was like, it, is- it was. It was, a, it was a lot. Like, but he had like because I was looking at his stuff and he had like yeah like 25k likes on like each thing, and, <laughs> like quite busy. So <laughs> like,
0: he's a fan of you. Yeah. But like that I, is so yeah. cool. But I'm
1: really keen to meet him stuff. Cause I was saying that like, yeah, we get to hang out and stuff and cause we're going to a few colleges and I'm handing out a scholarship. Oh my gosh. Which, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like they've given me a full itinerary and like it's, I'm doing two news channel, um, things and doing, a, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Literally last night I was Googling how to like speak Indonesian because I'm trying to like – I didn't want to look stupid. Like obviously like I think a lot of them do speak English and I think it's fine. (laughs) But I was just trying to get like some cool words. So I was like, yep. You might like Uh, get put in parliament (laughs) there like if you're not careful.
0: Like they might like promote you to like prime minister.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I honestly just don't know why I got picked. I obviously That's the love thing. Like, you. I think they picked the, I'd not pick the wrong person, but I just feel like I don't know. It's just a very, like, very awesome, very humble experience. Even yeah. when I got there, they were kind of, you know, when I got to the thing, they were running around, be like, "Oh my god, like such a celebrity, big, big, big." I was like, "Guys, no, like it's fine." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna put you in like the really nice hotels because they didn't have the hotels on Monday." Like, sorry, the other day when I went in, they didn't tell me where I was staying, and I was like, "Okay, like." It's a bit, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, we'll like going to get you really thing. And I was like, guys, like, I'm honestly happy to stay at a backpackers. like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like so humble. I don't get <laughs> Like there was, they're like, they're so nice. I me the list of accommodation, I'm staying in like Sheridan and like proper. Oh, like, five star. <laughs> yeah. Five star. And I was like, oh, I
0: was, I like, I just, I was like, I just
1: need Wi Fi, guys. Like, that's it. That's literally what I said to him. He was like, cause he's like, oh, he's like, what do you need? And I was like, Wi-Fi. um, Food. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, like, are you okay with planes? I was like, no, I usually faint. And he was like, oh my, I do actually. It's so. What? Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. Tell us about that. So every time I fly, it sounds bad. And cause even when I told the guy, he was like, I'm going to write this down. And I was like, no, please don't. Cause I don't want people to like stress, <laughs> but I just faint every time. Oh, I- it's- is that a condition? I don't know. <laughs>
0: is it like anxiety?
1: No, I'm not scared of. It's, it's, only, Blood when I- pressure. it's only when I'm going down. So I'll be fine for when we go up and all the way. It's as soon as they tell you to start like fast, like getting ready, I'll just faint. But it's like it's not it's not like a huge issue because I can feel it coming. So like the like last couple times I've done it, I can confidently like I know it's coming. So I'll get up, go to the bathroom, splash some water, go back, and literally pass out and then wake up. Like I'm not. It's not like it's okay. It's almost like it's not a big scene.
0: Have you had it checked? No. (laughs) <laughs> like, I just faint every time, but it's
1: fine. Well, I used to faint all the time when I was a kid in heat and stuff as well, but I think it's a problem. But, I mean, if there's any doctors um, listening to this, you can reach out to me and let me know. If but-
0: there's any doctors in Perth, message Zach, get him checked ASAP before he goes to Indonesia. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, this podcast is probably going to come out after. Oh yeah, it's
0: gonna come out after. <laughs> <of.
1: laughs> well, we tried anyway. <laughs> but anyway, I got like, there's like, still yeah, DM him. I've got like five flights. That's why I was just kind of laughing because I'm like, I'm gonna faint five times over in Indonesia with people that I don't even know. But it's fine. <laughs> oh, poor. <Zach. laughs> like no, it's not, no, it's not even poor me because I can like I can fully manage it. Like it's not. Like, I'll literally go and I'll literally just fall asleep. And then I'll wake up and fine. It's only when I have red wine because then I spew afterwards. That's the only thing. That's the only like thing I've noticed now. It's like when I fly, if I drink red wine and I and I will faint, Mm -hmm. I just spew from that.
0: I faint sometimes after red wine too. (laughs) Producer T knows.
1: Oh really? (laughs)
0: I'm kidding. before that i liked like you said guys i'd be fine staying in a backpackers and like you have a lot of followers mm. but you are very humble do you think that's a perth thing because i feel like a lot of celebrities here are very grounded and like you go to the east coast and they act a little different because i used to live in sydney yeah, melbourne
1: a lot of people say that so i think, that's super humble i think in perth it's so nice like everyone's really trying to help each other i find we in sydney i th- and like over east i think it's kind of like a competition like people like I would say like a lot of the influences here say say example for myself when I get really lucky and someone sends me something or even like someone invites me to like a food like opening like a restaurant opening I'll reply to the email and I'll just give them a list of like foodies they should invite because I'm like I'm food influencer. like I'll post stories but I'm not gonna post like a feed post or whatever so here's a bunch of people that you should invite and I'll just give them like a list of people And they're like, oh, that's so great. Like we're over in Sydney and stuff. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, I think (laughs) that's very much like, oh, I got this opportunity and I'll show it off and things like that. Mm. So, yeah, like, I don't know, Perth's very nice. Like I don't think there's anyone in the industry in Perth that have been like too up themselves. Yeah, I haven't found that either. Like or too diva or anything. No. Even recently I'm getting to a really good place where a lot of times I'll get riders now.
0: Oh, I like heard even, that.
1: Even like you gave me this rider tonight. Yeah, I know. And you're like, well, you can have anything. And I was like, <laughs> literally sour lollies. Is all I yeah, I know. Where, where I could, where I could have like Sometimes people will send me that like, oh, you can have a ride. Like this place has um, given me a $500 rider.
0: Wow. Sorry, we're <laughs> not that, not no, that expensive. No for, no,
1: for this like music festival, like you can have $500 rider. Like they're giving me an artist tent and everything is crazy.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I
1: know. Very mm-hmm. Nice. But What'd like, you choose, by the way? Yeah, all the time I always go to right, like red M Ms and then I like delete it because I'm like, no, I'm, like, I'm not that person. <laughs> I love that. What did I ask for, I think I asked for literally uh, like two bottles of vodka and like four cans of Red Bull. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grey
1: Goose. <laughs> no, not even Grey Goose. Just like, oh, really? Yeah, I'm just like cheap vodka. I just want more drinks so I can like give it to my friends because I'm not having three friends. So I was like, I just want as much alcohol so I can give it to my friends. That's super cool though. Yeah. That's awesome. What what music festival can you say? Yeah, Out of the Woods. It's exciting. It's so cool. It's a two-day music festival. Too. He has a lot of – he goes to a lot of cool things. I know. There's, there's too much happening in Perth. I always feel like there's more happening in Perth over than East.
0: I feel the same and I feel like
1: all the other it's thing, getting busier. Yeah, or the other thing is that like because in Perth, like there is heaps of influences but also not. Like, yeah, a Like a, a lot, of, lot of people get invited – to the same things. Yes. So it looks like we're doing heaps. We're over in East. I guess there's a lot more influences and they could pick people. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It is like that. And like when I lived there, it was, yeah, it's more selective to a degree because there is so many more. But here it's like there's kind of a core group that go to the same things, yeah. which I like because you build a friendship and like you see them every week. Yeah. Like sometimes I see them more than my partner.
1: So, yeah. That's, like, because yeah. he's
0: FIFO. I'm like, oh, hey.
1: I, that's what I said. to everyone. It feels like high school. Like, it literally <laughs> does. Like, it just feels like, oh, like, because every time we catch up, like, oh, how was this? And you know what people are doing and stuff. Like, yeah. you know what they're doing next week or like, yeah. yeah.
0: No, it's super cool. So you're constantly around celebrities and famous people. Does it ever get overwhelming? Like, has there ever been a moment where you're like, this is just too much. Can I get a breather?
1: Mm, not really. Like... <laughs>
0: You're so chill. He's really chill, guys, <laughs> yeah. in a good way. Like that—that's what you need in this business to like not. Yeah. Get like hyped up easy,
1: like. Yeah. No, I think. No, I think it, like like I said, like Perth is like high school, so it's like, mm-hmm. like everyone knows everyone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and especially like even people that come. I guess like new influencers, Like I really love when influencers bring other influencers to things. Oh, cool. That's my favourite thing because it's like giving someone else the opportunity who actually wants to get into that space.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, But even when people like say go, I guess like for me, like a lot of people I work with I guess is reality TV because it's quite easy for them to get a following straight away.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And so it's always interesting for them because they obviously get this following and get thrown into all the events and things like that. Yes. And so a lot of people, I call them wild cards
0: oh really yeah,
1: wild cards love it just like a funny thing so I remember Beck Zemak I know you're friends with her as well yes so we love did you this, we did this Fraser Sweet thing I think it was just after she finished maths and stuff um and I remember being so scared of her because I was like she I hadn't met her before and so I invited her and I literally put her down as a wild card because I was like I don't know how she's gonna act because obviously like edits and stuff yeah. I admit I thought she was a bit anyway, but then we met and I was she was amazing. Like, you know, we got yeah. so along and everyone got so along with her. So it was like, yeah, I guess you just gotta meet the people in real life. It's yeah. And amazing events.
0: Do you ever feel like you can't let your hair down because you just want everything to go smoothly? So like you can't have a drink, or are you like at the point now where you're like, it's all managed? Oh, my, it's fine.
1: I literally got on the drinks. I'm like, it's all free. I'm gonna get the drink. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. no, with my event, like I, I'm like, I'm like four different people at times. Okay. Like sometimes like I go two different, so like, I feel like my Instagram's kind of like a persona in like the adventure and fun and stuff. It is. Yeah. And then also when I'm doing work with my events, a lot of the time what I do is I'll just do like the guest list and I'll stand at the front of the door to like tick people off. And mm-hmm. the reason I do that is that, so I can say hello to every single person, because otherwise if I just was sitting in the room, I'd be having a conversation with someone and just stay there and i want to obviously make sure everyone's welcome and especially with events i usually invite not wild cards but kind of wild cards where it's different people yeah different industries who Mm -hmm. haven't met yet so i want to make them feel comfortable as well so i usually yeah i'm very professional in that sense where if it's my event and my client i'll be running around doing everything for them and stay till the last person leaves but then if it's not at my event and i'm just the influencer going then i'm just going wild and having fun
0: I, I find it interesting what you said before. You touched on how Zach Hazelby, like, adventures. Mm-hmm. That's more a character.
1: Yeah, a little bit. How do you
0: separate the two? Like, do you ever feel like you post – like, because for me personally, I feel like Annalise scan is a character.
1: Yep. And then there's the real Annalise Gann. Mm. They're two separate entities. Yeah. Do you feel like that for you as well? I do. So when, I, when I'm doing my stuff, especially, like, with media and stuff like that, switch and become very, like – Switched on, kind of talking professionally in that sense, and then when I'm trying to do, because my account, I guess, what it started was was me going on adventures. So it was a lot of it was me just going out, going to different places in Perth, like outside of Perth, not like restaurants yes. or events, like nature. Like, hey? it was, yeah, it was like going out and like actually doing adventures and mm. rotten nest or like whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was what it was, but then it kind of had switched to, I guess, like things to do in Perth. Okay. In a way, I mean, a lot of it is monetized now because I just don't have enough time to go and do the fun stuff. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Which I which I hate because I always say to people like I think the best way to grow is to keep saying yourself and keep posting more of yourself or doing things like that. Um, but it is also hard to do that when you are obviously getting a lot of paid sponsored ads as well. Yeah. Do you find that?
0: Oh, yeah, I like don't if, have like time if there, to like do. Like there's so
1: many, like as in, yeah. like I prioritise the money now because mm. it's a business. Yeah. But if you're trying to grow it, I would say stay away from that and try and focus on growing it with organic stuff by, you know, being yourself and doing more posts, like even yes. like entertainment or fun. Like I don't, like I look at my account now and like I'll do stories and stuff which will be entertainment, mm-hmm. but like posts and stuff, I won't do anything like comedy or I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally get it. And I feel like I stepped away from that too when it became a business for me too because yeah. you just
1: don't have the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Which sucks.
1: Like, I don't
0: know. It does suck because I feel like a lot of creativity and yourself is reflected in your earlier content. Mm. You also have 9,000 followers, subscribers on YouTube. Mm. How did that begin?
1: Yeah, YouTube, my YouTube dead now. But- That's how it all started. So I started on YouTube. So I grew up on a farm out in Northampton. Um, In school I had like – there was like seven people in my class. In like year one to seven or whatever. So I didn't really have too many friends up there. Oh. It was like – I had friends but I guess like a lot of my friends were younger because there just wasn't enough people I guess. And then I went to a bigger school in Jelton and that was good. And then, yeah, kind of just left there and – Went traveling in Australia for a bit, was posting on that. It's so funny because the person that made me get my Instagram was my girlfriend at the time. Really? Yeah. So I dated, I was in a relationship for three years with this girl. Amazing. Her name's Sequoia, shout out. She's a friend, so it's fine. Okay. Um. But yeah, she told me to get Instagram and I didn't really want to do it, didn't get it didn't understand why so I got it and then was posting I guess like little photography things if you scroll so far back because I haven't gone and deleted stuff mm-hmm. so if you scroll right down the end there's like photos of me kissing this girl we used to do like cute little t- oh, like, cute. like tumblr kind of stuff
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah that's cute that <laughs> like, was trending back then yeah so you yeah.
1: see like all that kind of stuff and then I went traveling Australia I was posting about that and then yeah kind of just built it off that mm-hmm. and then going to all the music festivals um just met really cool people i got a really cool opportunity with um channel v i don't know if you know what that did
0: is, you yeah v. of course i do yeah oh, really channel v is massive
1: what was, yeah but was i think they were yeah. yeah so i got this opportunity where they didn't have anyone in perth to or wh like represent them so what happened was every music festival that channel v was a part of they'd send me four vip tickets to just go backstage and like post stuff and i guess like for them as well and so cool so i'd go back but what i would do is i'd meet the artists and I would like start talking to them, grab their phones and just add myself on Instagram because I was <gasps> trying to build it. I was so hustling. So I was like, used to just like if you look at my phone, like look at who's following me stuff, it's the most randomest people. And all the yes. time there'll be like artists following me hell, randomly because I think they just have so many mutual friends that they think I'm an artist or something.
0: Oh, that's so cool. It's pretty
1: funny. <laughs>
0: well, who is the biggest person do you think that follows you?
1: Oh, James Franco follows me. What? Which is weird. Yeah. I don't know why he follows me though. Cause that's, it's random. Oh my God. Who else follows me? Oh, uh, the Indonesian king. That's cool. <laughs> Just casually. Which I didn't even know until this week. Who else follows me? Um, there's a few random. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I few wish big names. could show you. I don't know how it would, but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Super cool. That's massive. Who's
1: the biggest person that follows you? I think Sophie Monk. Are you joking? She's my absolute favorite. She's, yeah, Wait, she's Why does adult. she follow you? I don't know. What? <laughs>
0: A lot of random, like, celebrities follow me.
1: Okay, well, you win that. Jesus. (laughs) I don't win anything. I think she's the most relatable person ever. I'm a big
0: fan of her. When she looks at my stories, I'm like, are you kidding me?
1: There's a photo that I- Stop. I hell want to, like, print off that's of her. And she's literally, like, she's, like, sitting on a bin with, like, a cigarette in her boots. Have you seen that photo? Yeah, it's iconic. It's, like, a paparazzi Iconic Australian. But (laughs) but she's just, like, doesn't care. (laughs) Like, it's just, I think she's, like, the most humble- Celebrity. Yeah, she's done so well for herself. Like even in the Arias, you just see her like um, look and stuff and then her little like caption was like, I've just done a hammy or something. (laughs) like." (laughs) She's an icon. No, she is such an icon.
0: Uh, So relationships. Yeah. So tell me about your relationship. How long have you been together? And how does your partner feel about this industry? Like do they ever get like, in your opinion, is it hard for the other person? When, to be on the other side?
1: Uh, yeah, so I've been with Kenny for two, almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just moved in like oh, really? two weeks ago. yeah. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> been a learning curve. Um, yeah, like he's fine with it. Um, he doesn't come to many events anymore just because I guess – well, I also, also find this. When I go to the events, like I said, like it's a high school. I, I yes. keep referring to like So we know each other so well, mm-hmm. but it's when I bring someone else into it, I almost feel bad because I've got to introduce them to all these people or, or the other thing is that we'll have these conversations about influencing and stuff like that and they've got nothing to relate to it.
0: Yeah. So it's, yeah.
1: it's almost like when you go out, like if you go with like a group of people that all work in mining. And they all talk about mining and trucks and stuff. And you have nothing that you can like, you you know, nothing about mining. So you're just sitting there like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. So it's like that. So sometimes like a lot of the time with the events now, I really do try to just bring another influencer to give them the opportunity. Yeah. Like I'll like, if it's something that's really like, you know, big, like a big event where they've got like limited space, but they still give me a plus one. Mm -hmm. I'll ask around some of the Perth influencers to give them the opportunity because then they can come and they can post about it and still do it and stuff like that yeah even with with the party premiere i gave my plus one spot to another influencer because oh did you yeah because there was like a guest there was a wait list of 450 people are you kidding me no that's like people were going nuts do
0: you know i got brooke burton on the list did you yeah nice (laughs) just wanted to throw that out there okay we'll cut that out because i sound like a dickhead (laughs) no because
1: she was in perth hey i did see her
0: yeah and i messaged her and i was like you have to come to the Barbie premiere. She's like, "How do I get in?" I was like, "I'll just message."
1: I thought, she, yeah, I guess she would have been taken off because she doesn't live in Perth. Yeah, um, she never talks to me. I thought she hates me for some reason. <laughs> Probably do you, know who, do you know who hates me? That's so funny. <laughs> Lockie Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, but for like two Wait. two separate reasons. But like, I need to tell you something. Funny. I don't even know if he, I don't even know if he does like me or not. But like, I think he does because it's two f- really funny scenarios. Okay, tell us. Am I allowed to? <laughs> yes. Like, one's. Like are you bad. listening.
0: But, Do you hate Zach? And you can and probably listen cut up.
1: the first one out because the first one's pretty bad. You can beep yes. it. Yep. Do you guys beep stuff? Yeah. Okay, so the first one was at <laughs> Melbourne Cup a couple weeks ago. Uh, weeks ago, a couple years ago, like maybe three years ago, and he was off his face. And I met him and got a photo with him because I'd just met him and I was like, cool, cool. But I was with a reporter from the West and I must have turned around and said like – and he was standing right behind me and heard me and tapped me on the shoulder and said like (laughs) – like something about like be a bit more respectful for people that are around you or something. And I was like, Oh fuck. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing wasn't, yeah, you can probably just take that whole thing out. The second, you probably take this whole segment out. No, it's funny. The second thing I'm pretty sure he hates me about, which wasn't my fault, but it's interesting as an influencer stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, when I worked at the old agency that I used to work for, um, we had this campaign come up and it was for a, like an outdoor water bottle filter thing. So like, made sense for him to want to do it. Which again, kind of weird because obviously he posts a lot about um adventure and things like that. His audience is actually a lot from The Bachelor and Survivor. So a lot of them weren't actually like adventure people. It was actually like girls. Yeah. <laughs> like it's quite it's interesting how that works. Yeah. So anyway, this company wanted to get um use him and stuff and they're like cool cool. Um and like how it works is obviously you get a budget and then with that budget you have to pay The influencer, but you also need to take money for the business because you got to pay wages and things like that. So with this agency I used to work with, they used to take fifty percent of the budget. Say if so for this campaign, I think they had six thousand dollars to do it, but we were going to pay Lockie three thousand dollars to do one post kind of thing. So that was all like arranged, and he was like agreed to it and everything like that. And then I had someone that was working for me, so he was actually managing the campaign, not even me, but I was like obviously running the business so he was managing campaign but what he did was forwarded the email accidentally from the client to locky so locky saw that he was it was six thousand dollars and oh god after he had posted or something and there was like all this trouble and so then locky was like nah like give me the six thousand dollars otherwise i'm gonna like go off about your business blah, blah, blah. so what? then i had to get his number and call him i've got his phone number actually should we just call him ask him <laughs> he hates me this is probably going way too far but yeah so i he <laughs> we talked on the phone. And he was like, nah, like it's like not good enough. And I was like, I get it, I get it. Like it was really a thing. And so I gave my boss his number. I was like, you have to talk to him. And then he ended up getting paid the $6,000. So we obviously made nothing from the the whole client. <laughs> but it was like this, but it was just like this massive like. Beef. Yeah. Well, not even beef. It happened
0: so. But it's like, but it's like,
1: I don't even know if you, I, like, it's just, yeah. You don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, I was but actually we'll meant see. to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get sued. I was actually meant to be on his season of The Bachelor. I was or meant to be you? the intruder oh. and then the WA hardboarder locked up me down Yeah, and I didn't get on the plane. I had everything signed all ready to go and the day before I got pulled. Yeah. And I told him that. And? <laughs> and he was like, lucky you didn't and winked oh. at me. Wait, I shouldn't <laughs> say that either. <laughs> that was a few years ago, but he- it was also at the Melbourne
1: Cup. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it was the same one. It <laughs> would have been. Anyway, we would not put um, that in, but. So, wait, you were going to go on The Bachelor. Was there any other shows that you were going to go on?
0: Just The Bachelor. That one was, like, certain, and then they just pulled me because of the border, apparently, but it's probably, like, a cast thing. Yeah. And then, like.
1: See, I've got all the casting, like, numbers. Like they all call me. Like it's so funny. Really? Yeah.
0: Have I, you ever done reality?
1: No, but the when are you funny, gonna do the it? The funny thing was, I was so I was casted on one show. Which one? Okay. So, <laughs> is it maths? No, no, <laughs> no. Um. So basically, I had the casting people call me once, and it was for a um like adventure type one. It was. Called is the, it the bridge? No, the summit. Are you
0: kidding me? Zach was gonna be on the summit. No,
1: so. <laughs> what why does that not surprise so like, you like hi- like because when they tried to sell it to me they were selling like this <laughs> do you like and I, was, and I was like oh yeah that sounds cool like whatever and then when I had to do like the interview and stuff they were like oh yeah how do you feel about like hiking up mountains in like the freezing cold or how do you feel like swimming in like a frozen lake and I was like no <laughs> I'm from Perth <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that doesn't sound great and so like and I don't know. Cause I was like, oh yeah, like it'd be fun. Like is there drama and stuff? And they're like, not really. It's kind of like a wholesome show. And I was like, okay, like probably not for me. I don't know. So <laughs> I went through this thing and it didn't end up happening. And mm-hmm. the other reason was because at the same time, I think I was posting heaps with my friend Hannah. Mm-hmm. And so they, they were following me on Instagram and they could see it. And then they were kind of like toying with the idea that like, what if you and Hannah do a show together? Like to go on like one of the, not the amazing race, but it was like something similar to that. And I was like, oh, my God, would love that way better. So then I basically got, like, let go of the summit. And then so then me and Hannah did this full audition. Like, it's the funniest video ever. I've still got it. (laughs) I'll have to send it to you. But it's, like, funny as hell. And we did everything for them, sent it, and then just never heard back from them. (laughs) So I let go of this opportunity.
0: If the casting producers of The Amazing Race listening,
1: probably not. But if you are, but I uh, know, yeah. But the thing is, like, That like, would be really funny. But I still get calls from all the time because a lot of the time they'll call me and want to find an influencer for a show. So I just got an influencer. I can't tell you who it is, but someone you know quite well is going on a reality TV show very soon.
0: Oh, I want to know who it few, is.
1: But what they're doing now is a lot of them are casting influencers because they're a lot more better on video or they can go to their TikTok or Instagram and see how they are. So it's a lot more easier and quicker for the casting people. So yeah, a lot of shows are just kind of contacting me to ask who is who and what is what and who would be interesting. So a lot of them's like, oh who's single or who's like this? Who's mm-hmm. like a single mum? Da da da
0: Oh that's so cool.
1: Yeah. But then she's always like, But we've got something special for you, Zach coming up. She's like, I know you have a partner, so it's not and I'm like
0: Oh yeah, that's the thing. There's not many shows that aren't about relationships <sighs> yeah, and, and the like thing is, I
1: don't want to go like I don't know, like I I don't need to go on a show. Like I think it would be fun for the experience. Yeah. But if I do it, I don't want to go on a shit show that just like either one, I get eliminated the first episode (laughs) or two, it just like doesn't go.
0: How you planned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done Million Dollar Island and First Dates. Yeah. Both didn't really go as planned. So, And I felt the same way. I'm like, I'm either going to go on a show for like business purposes or I'm just not going to do it. And I feel like I've worked out a tiny bit on Million Dollar Island, but, like, nothing's come from it. And, like, these yeah, days it's not really like what that. Was,
1: that's what I was going to ask you. So mm-hmm. basically, so I've had a few influencers I've met up with who have just come off, like, like not Million Dollar Island, but different ones, different shows. <laughs> that we can't say, No, yeah. we can't hunt it. Oh, like, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, some people, I guess, have this idea where they're going to obviously get a lot of followers from going on TV shows. It
0: mm, doesn't then, work and like, like
1: that. It doesn't. Doesn't work anymore. It doesn't unless it's mm. maths. Because this person, math, this person, basically, though. I met with, and like he was really nice, and he mm-hmm. like had really great dream. But I, he kind of was like, oh, like this is, I met him before the show had aired, and he was telling me that like he was on, it and he's trying to really like take advantage of it. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then he wouldn't tell me what show it was, and I just guessed it was Hunted. So I said it, and he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I can't think of anyone that was on the first season. And then I like looked him up, and I was like, none of them are obviously influencers after it. Yeah. And then he was like, no, I've hired like a, P- a PR person and I've hired like a video people to like film all this stuff because I'm going to do it. And I was like, what if you – I was like, do you know if you get airtime? He's like, yeah, well, I'll make it like halfway through. And I was like, but it's not even aired yet. You don't even know what's going on. Mm. And then the other day I looked and he's got one point five thousand followers, which mm-hmm. like, again, you can still do stuff with it, but I just don't think people like are crazy following influencers anymore.
0: No, like, they're so not. Not from like TV. Not, not from
1: TV, except Maps mm-hmm. is the only one, I think, an exception. And the reason I think Maps does really well is that you see the characters, I call them characters, but they're people, but characters, you see them like build yeah. the relationship and you, you learn more about them as you go. Mm-hmm. Where well, I guess Moondoller Island,
0: you didn't kind of, say that. You
1: didn't get to see you really like build, yeah, like, or, you know.
0: You didn't see grow. us sleeping on the floor. You didn't see the scorpion on my face every night. You didn't oh. see the bush pig, ate <laughs> bush pig eat our food. Bush <laughs> pig. There was a lot of um, trauma. I've, I have PTSD.
1: Look, I would do so much crazy shit if I was on Moonlight Island. You need to I'd go be, on next I'd, season. I'd be like climbing. Is there another season?
0: <laughs> oh <hi. Hi>, Shack. <laughs> yes, there will be. Um, uh, <laughs> you're like I'm not keen.
1: I mean, I would be keen if they went and did it on a different island. <laughs> that had like coconuts and stuff to eat <laughs> and food growing.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was none of that. Um, I want to bring it back to the questions. Okay. You're obviously very hardworking, but you're also very lucky in a lot of ways. You told me the other day you won something you're going to bring it up on the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, I told you I gonna be exclusive. No, this is so funny because no one knows this, but because at the time it kind of happened really fast. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? so yeah, so what happened was basically my best mate, Dylan, from Jelton, um, he lives in Perth now, but he came up for a weekend and look, I was having really this is when I was with my ex like ex boyfriend mm-hmm. and me and him were going through like absolute war, like it was just not working at all. But mm-hmm. I didn't have I guess, like, the resources and money to, like, leave him at the time.
0: Yes. That happens.
1: Yeah. Yep. Like, just not, horrible. Not even like that, but all my family lived back home in Northampton. Like, I didn't want to go back home and stuff. And I yep. didn't really have, like, enough to just go get an apartment or, you know, anything like that. Anyway, we decided to go out and dress up really nicely. And so we decided to go to the casino. Um, and so we went to the casino and we were there for, like, an hour drinking. Like, we are just enjoying catching up, like, having fun. And he was like, oh, like I've never betted before. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll teach you. <laughs> so, um, I like sometimes when I go play this game called Texas Holden, mm-hmm. which is like a card game. So I think like it's more – you get more thought into it than just putting like a thing down and just hoping that it lands on that or whatever. You get more – think about it. And so it was the first round. So I literally sat at this table and there's two people standing next to me and I just put it down and I was just kind of showing him how to play. So I was like showing the cards, whatever – and we were pretty drunk but I kind of like looked at it and I was like oh I got um like a straight so a straight is obviously like one two three four five like on a row or whatever and I was like oh my god like we've won like a bit of money because it was on the flop and that's like mm-hmm. the two cards three cards anyway that's how it works so then they I was like yeah we won cool so then he flips my card and all the people just like are like oh and I was like what? And they're like, you won six thousand dollars, and I was like, oh my god, six thousand dollars! So I started crying over six thousand dollars, and they <laughs> go, no, you won sixty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> I won ten percent of the jackpot by getting a straight flush on the flop. So that's apparent, oh my god! So, apparent, so that was like having. So what I had was a I had a nine, ten, jack, queen, king, all in the same suit. And so oh if, my I, God. if I had the ACE, I would have won $650,000, but that doesn't matter. But I won $65,000. So we started crying. The whole, cause like where we were sitting, the whole thing just stopped because it was basically taking money out of the jackpot. So no one else could play the games. So these people came over with briefcases, had security guards. It was full on.
0: Oh, that's so cool. It was so
1: funny. So when it all happened, I was just like, oh my God, like crazy. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was. It's like, a, obviously it was a lot of money for me, but yeah. it's not like enough money to like quit your job. And <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I was like, obviously like, but yeah. like I was just like, but it's also like not, like I didn't really want to tell anyone because I'm like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't know. like uh, was, People to ask for money. Like, it was really nice. And at the yeah. time I used the money to leave my partner, which was great. So That's
0: like meant to be. <laughs> it was. That's like the universe having your back.
1: Yeah. So that all happened. I gave my best friend $5,000. Oh, that's
0: and generous. He a,
1: and he got a house with it. So it was good. That's generous. Well, the only reason I was there was because we we're going out, so it was kind of <laughs> like I had to give something. Like we were literally crying, jumping up and down. Like it was inf- so funny. Like we oh, didn't know what wow. to do. And it, do, even the funnier thing was that. Um, so you know Ashley Jade, you're friends with yeah, her as well. Yeah. So she was working. That's when she used to work at the CIN as well. Oh yeah. And so she presents. So usually what happens is you get like there's a you must get like a check or something, but like she presents them. Oh. But she obviously that's saw cool. my name. But she works there, so she couldn't tell me. But she was like screaming and crying like backstage, whatever. Because she, but she couldn't like message me because obviously, like she's not privacy. Obviously, she knew, but she's like I I don't know, don't know how that works. So I remember like the next day or whatever. I think I must have invited to an event or like talking about something like through email, like a campaign, and like she kind of like ended. It was like, how you been recently? Like anything happened? Like, (laughs) and so I kind of knew she knew. And then I was like, oh my god, I had the funny story. She's like, yeah. um, I can't say anything. You have to tell me, basically.
0: Oh wow! So she
1: already knew, yeah. That funny. is so. But cool. then, but I was like, yeah, I didn't tell anyone for so long because I don't know. It's just like, yeah.
0: Well, we're here. Can I have a loan?
1: Yeah, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Enough money to I give people s- loans. That's the thing. Like, it was just like no, I like, actually we, we need did, it. We got some like good. Yeah, yeah. I went for like a massive dinner the night after. Oh, that's fun. I bought like I remember. Did <laughs> they put it right into your bank? Yeah. Tax free.
0: Really? Yeah. So they gave me oh, it. So that's gave, sick.
1: So when we got, like, because they gave us the chips and stuff, and it was like literally like purple chips, which are like 10000 The biggest like, ones big. you can get. And I remember we went up to the thing and they're like, cash or check. And I was like, cash. And my mate was like, get a check. Right? <laughs> I was, you don't like, want to be robbed. <laughs> and then because we celebrated so hard, they basically were like, oh, we, we've got an escort to take you home, like in a private car, because they didn't, they were like, too many people know who you are, and they would just take them, like, people get robbed or whatever. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, it was weird. It was that's it was awesome. Weird. And then yeah, it went to the bank luck. and it was like came in the bank like two days later. Yeah, and it was just in there.
0: Oh my god, let's go to the casino.
1: It was <laughs> no, so that's funny. Awesome. And then I was like trying to send my friend like five thousand dollars and like I couldn't even do it because I had a limit on my back. <laughs> like it was just yeah. like too much money. Like it was insane. That's awesome. And like that week, I went to like JB High fi and spent like twelve thousand dollars. I was gonna say what. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you buy for yourself? Like, what gift? Just lots of random stuff, hey? I bought like a brand new TV that was like $4,000. Oh, that's cool. Which was, yeah, I still got that. But oh, I bought this Gucci watch. Which Can is, I see it? Yeah. yeah
0: $2,700. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit.
1: <laughs> bought these Gucci shoes as well.
0: <laughs> okay, guys, he's dripping in Gucci.
1: He's dripping in Gucci. I swear I didn't waste it, but I bought a lot of just, yeah. That is a nice watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's expensive.
0: If you want to give any tips to anyone who wants to be an influencer in 2023, what would you give? Like what, from your point of view, what
1: skills do you have to have? I think you just need to start, you need to have a niche. Like you need to be doing something different than just like lifestyle, I think. Like you can go into lifestyle later, but I think if you have like, say if you, I don't know, like say if you in a circ, like do a circus act or something, or like if you ride horses, I don't know, like you need some kind of like niche, something different that you can focus on and build an audience from people who like that. So I think doing that, making sure that you continue to actually post content, a lot of people will start, say they're doing it, and then they just, like, stop.
0: Yeah, why (laughs) is that?
1: I think, uh, actually, I reckon it's – and I've done it so many times, but I reckon you kind of get lost in, like, making sure that all your content is, like, perfect. Like, sometimes I'll Mm -hmm. take heaps of photos and I'll, like, do you have, like, a fake Insta? Yeah. So I have a fake Insta too. But sometimes I'll, like, post it on my feed to, like, see how it looks and I'm, like, "Uh, nothing – Looks good. I don't know. But you start getting like very Meticulous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't and then you get too not even scared to pose, but you just kinda of like, oh like
0: Will this perform?
1: Yeah. And I think that's the worst thing that you can probably do because mm-hmm. then you start holding back from all the things you do. Okay. Yeah. And that's and like another thing reason like I guess like for me where I stopped YouTube was I loved filming. Like I love filming and doing myself and um like doing all the funny things and or look at that but the problem I had with YouTube was it took so long to edit a ten minute video <laughs> that oh. I would watch it so many times that I would just be like, It's not funny or like it, I didn't like it anymore. Still
0: so. liked your YouTube for that like you're just
1: yourself. Yeah, no, no, I like that, but it's like if I had someone editing and doing it for me, then maybe it would be different. But mm-hmm. it was just me editing it all the time and then like looking at it back and back and back and back and then I'd just kinda of get over it. Okay. So I have so many uned footage that's on like a on my computer mm. from back in the day, but
0: so be authentic. Don't be too meticulous. I think just have
1: fun with it. But and like, I just fun. think, I just think you do need to have some kind of niche. I think if you're just posting lifestyle photos of you at the beach and stuff like that, like, yes, you can grow followers, but then also to turn it into a business is quite mm. hard because yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have people that actually like want
0: to. Engage. Yeah. And what's one piece of advice you'd give right now, if you could say anything to anyone, like, what do you want to leave a note on
1: this podcast with? Put yourself first and don't always do things to make other people happy. I love that. You can try and make everyone happy, but then in the end of the day, if you're not happy, what is it worth?
0: Love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So you've been so funny <laughs> and such a good
1: guest. Thank you. No, uh, thank you for having me. This has been so fun. I
0: hope you've had fun. I might kick
1: start my own podcast now. Take your idea. Do on. it
0: and have me you want, on.
1: Yeah, you're doing my guest?
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> Unplug um, yourself. What's your name?
1: Zach, a Adventure.
0: Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks for listening today. It's been awesome, and I'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.